You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Frequency Light. All of the wraparound, but none of the OTR. Mmm, so refreshing. Uh, oh, excuse me. Delicious. Eugene. Eugene. Would you hold still for a second? Hi, honey. I'm home. Hello, Bob. How was tonight's news broadcast? A smashing success as usual. Has Eugene been doing that all evening? <sighs> Since I told him we'd let him have a Halloween party and invite his friends. Aw, oh, Mom! Does Eugene have to have a Halloween party? His friends are stupid. Now, that's not very nice, Melissa Bessa. Well, it's true. If I have to be there, I want to ask Waxy Bruce to come over. Waxy who? It's Melissa Bessa's boyfriend. He's in a super cool band called Vampire Diaper, and he's a guitarist and the lead singer, and he's dreamy. So, on average, how many years does a teenage girl take off her father's life? Be nice, Bob. I'm sure this wonky Bruce is a nice child. Waxy Bruce, Mom. Waxy Bruce. He's the palest guy in school. No. Aw, Dad! Well, I'm gonna dress up like Doc Defiant. And if any of these brats gets out of line, like, I'm gonna... Punch him in the pituitary gland. You're not going to be punching any kindergartners, Bob Jr., and that's final. Aw, Dad. Well, I suppose if we're having a Halloween party, we need Halloween decorations and costumes. All right, everybody, we're going to J.C. Perrigan's. Yay! Awesome. This sucks. Come in. the criminally insane is bad enough without the orderlies being rude all the time. If I wanted to be treated like this, Dr. Gwynplaine, I'd go to a Shoney's restaurant. Welcome, Dr. Brainless. Enjoying your stay here? Sarcastic villains are so overplayed. Do I look like I'm enjoying myself? I'm stuck in a straitjacket most of the time, and I get hosed down once a day before receiving shock treatment. And don't get me started on the food. The tapioca tastes like something drained from an infection. Not to mention, the staff here has a combined IQ of stupid. The other day, an orderly got the hose and the electrodes for my daily shock treatment mixed up and nearly squirted my freaking brain out of my head. This will all soon end for you, Dr. Dixon Brainulis. As soon as you agree to work with me in my surgical ward on a special project. What are you, deaf? I agreed to that over two weeks ago. Like as soon as I got here. Don't be coy, Dr. Brainulis. I have time to wait for your answer. I'll do it! I'll freaking do it! Just stop electrocuting me! All the time in the world. I'll do it, you crazy bastard! I'll do anything! Just let me out of here! Orderly. I'll do anything! I'll slap an old lady! I'll steal a baby! A, a, 
I'll steal a baby, then slap an old lady with a baby I just stole. Take Dr. Brainless back to his room. He has some thinking to do. Let go of me! Why does my life suck so much? In the meantime, I must send my shadow on a little errand. <laughs> Setting those annoying dancing Halloween statue things off. Yeah, yeah, Watch it, Mr. Sassy Mouth. No one likes a smart out. <laughs> now there isn't a cross section of the populace that likes smart Alex. You're making that up. Look, David, let's just get you a costume and. <laughs> Sorry. My apologies for the abrupt and violent manner in which our paths have crossed. Come along, David. Hey. Was that David Lee Roth? Nuh -uh. Come on, kids. Let's pick out our costumes for the Halloween party. Awesome. Look, Mom, it's the Dr. Defiant Spurting Head Wound costume. I don't know, Bob Jr. That looks messy. War is messy, <sighs> Mom. You're not fighting a war, Bob Jr. I could be. I'm pretty sure I'd notice if you were, Bob Jr. So what are you going to be, Melissa Bessa? I'm not dressing up as anything. Halloween costumes are for children. I'm a woman. No, you're not. Stop saying that. Waxy Bruce isn't dressing up as anything. He's too mature for that. Just hurting left. Arm tingling. If you don't want to dress up, Melissa Bessa, that's fine. Thank you for understanding my feelings as a fellow woman. <laughs> Melissa Bessa said she was a fella. Did not. I'm seriously having a heart attack. No, you're not, Bob. Just breathe. <gasps> that's it. Breathe. <sighs> I think I feel better. Thanks, dear. Melissa Bessa said she was a fella. Did not. Did so. Did not. Now, Eugene, so. what do you want to dress up did like? Did so. Did not. Eugene? Did not. Bob, Eugene's disappeared again. Great. Eugene? 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 Say, zombie? Did you overhear what I overheard? Doc, my brain shut off after the first three hours of waiting for you to find the lab coat that properly displays your seat cushions. I've been in a coma. A clothes shopping coma. Try not to be so dry and listen up. <laughs> did you uh, catch what I did there? Dry? I was addressing how dull and uninteresting you are, but then... Oh, jeez and Pete, Doc, please get to the point. <laughs> While you were being useless, I overheard Bob Wolfenbridgen mention he was having a party. Yeah, so? So? So we weren't invited. Maybe that's because he was nearly killed at my Christmas party a couple of years ago. And last Christmas, we broke into his house, and Captain Bone Marrow stole all his presents. Why in the world would he want us at his party? I consider it an affront. I suggest we invite ourselves. So, will it get us out of J.C. Perigens? Of course. How can we be at Wolf and Ridgen's party if we're hanging okay. out in a department okay, okay. store? Okay, 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 you had me at of course. Now would you please pick a freaking lab coat already and let's get out of here? Hey, I'm Eugene. 
Eugene. Was that uh... Eugene? Yes. Still want to go to Wolf and Bridget's party? Certainly. Granted, a, a little bit less than before, but still, yes. And they'd better have pie. Bad enough not to invite us, but not to have pie at a party. <laughs> So what do you think, Earlene? Do you think I'll astound folks at the Wolf and Bridge and Halloween party in this costume? I'd really rather you didn't go to Bob's party dressed like Lita Ford. I strutting to that party, air guitar in that terrific ballad she did with Ozzy Osbourne, and people would be astonished. And then pow! They find out I'm a man. A man, dear. They wouldn't know what hit him. Dwight, I'd really, really rather you didn't go to Bob's party dressed like Lita Ford. You know, Lita's making a comeback. I'd be ahead of the game. In two years, everyone will be dressing like Lita Ford. And I could say, whatever. That's so two years ago. Because I would have dressed up like Lita two years beforehand, you say. I'd rather you went to the Wolf and Bridget party naked, dear. That's how much I don't want to see you dressed as Lita Ford. Say, that's a good idea. That's not what I meant, Dwight. I'd walk into the party, and they'd say, hey, it's Dwight. And then, pow, I'm naked. Like a, like a jaybird, dear. Like a naked, naked jaybird. Surprise! Jump oh, my a Jehoshaphat. Oh, I think I wet myself a little. Did I surprise you? It's that weird wolfenbridging kid, Earlene. Let's leave, dear. That kid frightens me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Child of Satan, that kid. So, uh, what do you think of this mask? Surprise! Oh! Did I surprise you? <laughs> I don't know, dear. I didn't like dressing up like Mr. T the last time you asked me to. But you know I like it. The last time you asked me to dress up like Mr. T was my mom's funeral. Surprise! Ah! <laughs> Ooh, look at this! I want this one, and I want to wear this one too, and I want to wear this one to bed, and I want to wear this one for Thanksgiving, and I want to... Eugene. Hi, I'm Eugene. Eugene. Look upon me, Eugene. Wow, that's a cool costume. I am a disembodied shadow, Eugene. You will help me sleep inside you, little boy, and there you like... Like a costume. Well, I suppose that's an accurate simile. No. How can you possibly disagree with my agreeing with you? Because one time, when I was this many, this guy had a shadow, and he was delivering mail because he was a male person. He wasn't a mailman because that's sexist. Anyways, he was eating a sandwich, and he dropped it in the, the big box, the blue, blue box mailbox, and he tried to get it back because it was tasty and good, but, but he fell in, and he died. Many apologies, but I fail to see how that relates yeah, to... Uh... What? See here, little boy, that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but stand down, Shadow Priest, for it is I, Professor Peter P. Pickle Pepper, the harbinger of your doom. <laughs> oh, yes, and this is my manservant, David Lee Roth. I know you do-gooder. Oh, I'm the do-goodester, and I have a spell to dispel you. Ooh, shooby-doo-doo-lang. They're not, small one, for I have banished the spooky specter. You 
Eugene, where have you been? I was being attacked by a bad man. Hello, kind woman. You must be this boy. You, you twisted freak. Ow, ma'am. I, ow, ma'am. I assure you that. How ow. dare you assault my son? Ow. How dare I you? I think this kid. Ow. What kind of ow. monster Baby, are you? Curse that pickle pepper, master of the occult sciences. No matter, he cannot save every child from my shadow this Halloween. I shall possess a hapless child, and then use the body of an innocent to make many sacrifices this night. There must be blood spilled, so that the nether gods may give me power. That power, with Dr. Brainulis's science, will ensure the return of that which is most dear to me. Yes, yes, I know. My head is bumpy and I have a black eye thanks to that crazy woman with a purse of violence. Ow! Stop that! Ow! David! I command you to stop poking me! What do you mean? What do you mean my bumps are like ow buttons? Ow! Stop wasting time, David. I must discover who would unleash their shadow upon a mere child, and why. Ow! I said stop that! Woo! Good grief, Doc. The, the party doesn't start for another five hours. Oh, that's neither here nor there. I'm casing the joint. We can't just walk up to the front door and invite ourselves in. Not without laser guns or my flying teen monkey squad. Or something to that effect. Oh, oh look, it looks like Bob's finally back from J.C. Perigens. Oh, he'll never notice we're here. I parked stealthily. We're in a Winnebago with poops on the side of it. What about that suggests stealth? I parked under a shade tree. Oh, I see. It's the next best thing to undercover of night. Sure. <laughs> Wait a moment. What's that thing? What? What's what? I'm not sure. It, uh, it just slipped under that shade tree over there. What, 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 was it a squirrel? Oh, certainly. The smartest scientist in the world. Nay, the universe. And I can't identify a robot in the family's... Cl- I can't tell a squirrel. Well, excuse me. It looks like a fuzzy lawn trimmings bag. Perhaps a giant dress sock. I, I don't see anything. It gave me a funny feeling. Uh. Hmm. Never mind. Evidently, that funny feeling was gas. <laughs> Why am I here? That's the trouble with rhubarb pie. According to Shadow Priest Dark Almanac of Darkness, Dark Deeds, and General No Goodness, there aren't any remaining Shadow Priests in the United States of A. That's America to you, David. Ah, uh, yes! Well, how was I to know that you knew that already? After all, I'm talking to the guy who didn't know where babies came from until you were slapped with 47 paternity suits. Woo! <clears throat> Let's see. At the time of the Almanac's printing, there were two Shadow Priests in Haiti, one in North Africa, Two in Russia, one in Japan, and one to the island of Hula Balula Loo. Loo. Loo? One on that island. Hi-ya! Well, 
Well, David, Shadow Priests are reverence of revulsion from one of the five minor nether gods known to academic occultists as the Fark Parkinson Five. They devote themselves to the conjuration of the chosen nether god, though it's rare a conjuration ever takes place. <laughs> no, David, it wouldn't be cool to see a conjuration. It's a difficult task to dispel a nether god, often ending in the death of one burdened with that task. <laughs> I whisper a prayer to the mystic oriental baby man, Google Guy, that I never have to witness a successful conjuration of another god. Hmm. If the Shadow Priest Dark Almanac of Darkness, Dark Deeds in General No Goodness holds no answers for me, I may have to seek my answers another way. <laughs> no, I won't be using the mass Moroccan mind meld. <laughs> Wrong again. I will be using the six-fingered psychic subconscious soul shimmy. <laughs> David, there is no such thing as the Po Lin mind peak of Ling Long Lucius. That's silly. You're just making this stuff up. Oh, yes. Shut up. No, David. I'm going to use the Facebooks. Okay, son. It's time to head out to the Wolfenbergens for their Halloween party. Now, you don't want to be late. That's a kiss of death for a kindergartner's social standing, you say. No such thing as a fashionably late for a kindergartner. You're late for just one party, and next thing you know, pow! You're 45, you're single, you're all fat from eating hungry man dinners five times a day, you're lonely, and you've got no one to go to the movies with or even discuss what happened on Lost. And let me tell you, kid, sometimes you need a friend to tell you just what in the heck happened on Lost. Because it doesn't always make sense, you see. Can't I ride with you and Mom? Sorry, son. We traded the family car in for a Geo Metro convertible. It's sporty, son. Everybody wants one. I read that somewhere. Quite a collector's item. Well, anyway, we had to sacrifice room for you, son, for all that sportiness. Besides, exercise is good for you, son. I read that somewhere, too. Get the heck out here. That's your mother, son. I gotta go. You know how she gets. See you soon, son. Can't be late for the party. Don't want to be 45 and eat hungry mans. Dwight Jr. Hello? Dwight Jr., you will listen to me. Are you the hungry man? I do believe I've discovered something, David. No, David, I didn't find a naked picture on Facebook. There aren't naked pictures on Facebook. You're thinking of MySpace. Or maybe LiveJournal. What I did find was evidence of a shadow priest right here in the States. This shadow priest is a worshipper of he who is so evil, no one dare name him in the first place. That being the case, I suspect he's trying to possess an innocent in order to make a sacrifice to his chosen nether god in order to gain unholy energies for a specific purpose. But to what end? No, he didn't happen to mention his intentions on his Facebook posts, but I did find out he loves Southwestern cooking and listens to far too much of the Moody Blues to suit me. Hmm, so what would he stand to gain from possessing the chatty child Eugene? <coughs> You're right! 
I did hear Robert Wolfenbridgen mention a Halloween party. That means he intended Eugene to make his blood sacrifice for him. And if he couldn't possess Eugene, he'll undoubtedly try for another child attending the Wolfenbridgen party. Every one of that party is in danger. Come, David. We must be off. Bob. Benny. Glad you could come. Here. This is Benny. Hello. He's a sportscaster for WMLB. This is my girlfriend, Jenny. Hi there. Hello. We get along so well because our names rhyme. Isn't that right, Jenny? (laughs) 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 That's... Something else. Uh-huh. And this is my son, Lenny. I'm supposed to be a mummy. Yes, but mummies are covered in bandages, aren't they? Not band-aids. I can still be a mummy. <laughs> he's the ex-wife's kid, so he's not so bright. Her name didn't rhyme with mine. I should have known better. Ah. Right. Enjoy yourselves. There are refreshments in the dining room. Oh, Another guest! Oh, hi there, Bob. You, um, you're dressed like Hannah Montana? But I'm a man! Pow! Hi, Erlene. Hello. Uh, Hi, uh, Dwight. Pow! Where's Dwight Jr.? He's out stretching his fat little legs, because he's taking a walk, you see. He'll be here soon, I'm sure. Sorry, Dwight. I gotta get this. Hi there, Mr. Whipple Squeezin'. I'm Tony Danza, and this is my kid, Adolf. Goo goo gaga. What, was that okay? That was perfect, Adolf. They'll never suspect a thing. I suppose you're in kindergarten with my son, Eugene? Yes, I am, Bert. Now, Cody, show us to the jerky. Are you okay? What the heck was that about? Uh, I'll get that. I thought you said we couldn't just walk up shush, to the front door. And- shush, man, shush. <coughs> Good evening, young woman. Is your mother home? <laughs> what the? Wait a minute. You're that crazy doctor. And you're that mummy. I'm not a mummy. You weren't invited to the party. Oh, uh, because of the, uh... Because you two broke into our home last Christmas and stole our presents. I most certainly did not. That was Captain Bone Marrow. Please leave. Did you catch when I called you a young woman? Leave before I call the police. I don't understand. Old bats like her love being called young woman. I was sure that would get us in. That was your plan? We didn't even have a kid with us, and it's a kid's Halloween party. Ooh, I've got another plan. Did I mention this is my own personal kindergartner? This, uh, guy dressed up like, uh... Beef jerky or something? I said leave. Did someone say beef jerky? What? How did Von Martinez get in? Good evening, kind woman. But I am Billy Ray Cyrus, and this is my daughter, Hannah Montana. Ah, Um, You've got to be kidding me. Oh, look! It's Dwight Jr., everybody. An innocent shall spill the blood of many this night as an offering to he who is so evil. No one dared name him in the first place. Listen to you. 
Puberty must have hit you early. How in the world of Warcraft did that buffoon get into the party? And I couldn't. I could be at home watching horror flicks this Halloween. I'm a genius. I was Time Magazine's Madman of the Year, two years running. And one year standing still. But no. For the second year in a row, I'm missing out on all the Halloween programming in order to scam kids. There's only one answer. Well, there's Stella. only one thing left to do. We are busting I'm getting in out there. of here. What? Oh, I hope there's a bathroom in here. Where's the light? Don't turn on the light. Ah! I have to turn on the light. No. Yes! No! Yes! No! No? Yes! Wait, I thought you said no. Yes! Yes? No! You silly woman, I said no, you ask me. You ask no? And I said yes, as in I most certainly said no. I'm turning on the lights. I told you not to turn on the lights. Of course it is, you lucky thing. Are you in? Yes, I'm in. I climbed through the window on the other side of the house. Excellent. Meet me in the dining area. Wait a second. Oh, my stars! Doc? What do you want? Zombie, I just realized something. This call is coming from inside the house. You lunatic! What do you want, anyway? Oh, there's no time to go down the entire list. Just know that my lips are numb and I feel like I'm made of gummy bears. The cartoon characters, not the candy. Goodbye. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. Is this the bathroom? Aha! Say, is this a restroom? Yes, just step inside. Jiminy Cricket, I didn't know it was in use. I'll just try back. Wait. Oh... Is anyone in the bathroom? Just me. Is this the bathroom? Ah! Is the toilet free yet? Sure. Just step inside. You again? Don't you know it's impolite to drop a deuce at someone else's party? The nerve of some people. Come back. Did you find any beef jerky? None at all. Did you check all the bowls carefully? That's how I got potato salad in my sleeve. All the children I've examined seemed unpossessed, David. I didn't make all the children cry, just a couple of them. Not on purpose. David, upstairs! Show yourself, Shadow Priest! Don't turn on the lights. Not to worry, villain. I have eyes that see in the dark. Like Kenny Rogers. <laughs> David, on the other hand, does not. Pickle Pepper, you meddling magician. A cultist! You fiend! A cultist! Today, Pickle Pepper, shall be your last. My last what? 
day. Today will be your last day, you butthole. Don't be so sure, Shadow Priest, for I, Professor Peter P. Pickle Pepper, arrived prepared. Gaze upon this demon spawn. Gaze upon the eye of Yabble Dabble. Ah, uh, not the eye of the Yabble Dabble. I shall burn the shadow out of this child. Is it safe in here? Ah, you, you broke the eye of Yabble Dabble. What? Billy Ray Cyrus? They invited Billy Ray f***ing Cyrus to their party, but not me? Ah, uh, yes! Is that Hannah Montana? You've been defeated, Pickle Pepper. Now nothing can stop me. Doc, that crazy Wolfenbridge woman is coming with her purse! Run, everyone! Run for my life! Holy Harry Potter! David, hide me! Woo! Everybody over there in the closet! Come back! I must kill you all! Where are you, terrible people? Dwight Jr., have you seen a crazy old man and a mummy? I'm not a mummy. Ow! Shut up! I shall bathe in your blood, Wolfen Bridge and Woman. <gasps> Dwight Jr., shame on you. Your parents didn't teach you to be rude to your elders. Cease your prattle, woman. I am the age of the mountains themselves. Nay, the foundation of the mountains. Have you been eating things from the medicine cabinet again? From which circle of Hades did you appear from? Hey, Mommy! That's a bad man! Who? Dwight Jr.? Yeah, I know! Because when we were in the store and I was looking at costumes, a bad man who was all in black, but he wasn't Johnny Cash because he wasn't, said he was going to wear me like a costume. And then he died. I did not. Yeah, I shall quiet you myself, child. Dwight Jr.? How dare you threaten my child with a knife? And a filthy knife at that. That's just plain unsanitary. Take this. Ow! Stop it! Ow! Ow! Stop! Stop hitting me with your... Ow! Purse! Ow! My head is full of hurtings. Now you go downstairs, mister. And don't you get possessed again without your parents' permission. <laughs> Magnificent work, Mrs. Wolf and Bridget. What are you people doing in my closet? Get out! Ow! Get out! You guys are funny! Thank you, orderly. You may go. Yes, sir. So, Dr. Brainulus, have you made your decision? Yes! Work with you, you insane freak of nature, yes! Excellent. Though I was started by an impossibly mean woman with, I don't know, a compact car in her purse, I managed to spill enough blood to appease he who was so evil no one dared name him in the first place. And he, my chosen nether god, has granted me the awesome power for which I sought to complete my most important mission. I have no idea what you just said. You know why? Because I don't speak crazy! I happen to know that prior to your incarceration here, you were attempting to rebuild your wife. Perhaps I can assist you. Really? So what do you want in return? Before we rebuild your wife, we will first rebuild mine. The Thing That Probably Should Not Be was written by W. Ralph Walters, with additional dialogue by Victor Gates, Kim Giannopoulos, Brent Hanks, and Casey Locke. Eugene was Therese Chevis. Bob Wolfenbridgen was Bill Holweg. Ms. Wolfenbridgen was Kim Giannopoulos. 
Melissa Bessa was Victoria Giannopoulos. Bob Wolfenbridge and Jr. was Kim Giannopoulos. Dr. Fermain Gwynplaine was Victor Gates. Professor Peter P. Picklepepper was Jack J. Ward. David Lee Roth appeared as himself. Dwight Krampitz was Victor Gates. The man who didn't want to dress up like Mr. T was Matt Pranger. The woman who wanted him to dress up like Mr. T was Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard. Dwight Jr. was Brent Hanks. Benny was Scott Wentworth. Jenny was Elizabeth Rast. Lenny was Brandy Eckleberry. Dr. Wilhelm von Martinez was Brent Hanks. The attendees of the Wolfenbridgen party were Therese Chavis, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard, and Matt Pranger. Dr. Despicable really wasn't invited. All other voices were by W. Ralph Walters. The theme song was written and performed by Papa Suede. The theme song was performed by Astro Chimp Enos. All other music was licensed by Big Fish Audio, Network Music, and Pro Samples. For more Frequency of Fear, visit FrequencyofFear.com. For more Frequency Light, visit FrequencyLight.com. familiar you're enjoying a couple of beers with your girlfriends at a local pub and then some drunk putz gets up and screeches steppenwolf at the top of his lungs <sighs> yeah what's a gal to do i don't live in an open carry state so i can't shoot him you don't need any bloodshed hun just offer that guy a throat lozenge from karaoke karaoke throat lozenges what do they do what do they do just listen <laughs> Wow, it stopped up his throat so he can't sing! That's right! Karaoke's throat lozenges contain almost 50% aloe, so they're sure to dry up any croaker's voice box. Hey, is he gonna be okay? Oh, sure! Karaoke's throat lozenges come in a convenient tube about the size of a lipstick and come with special stick-on labels that can disguise the package and make it resemble a major brand of cough drops. Hey, this guy's turning blue. Shouldn't we call an ambulance? Hey! Hey, mister! You okay? Mister, hey! Crap, Lucy, call 911! Karaoke's throat lozenges, guaranteed to work on bad singers, screaming kids, and complaining mothers-in-law. Available now from your friends at Unaccountable Drug Company, High Lie, Wisconsin. The Mutual Audio Network, listening and imagining together. <laughs> 